welcome to episode six of Codecast Arcade, uh, Codecast's premier video game podcast, which is sponsored by Sony's marketing team. <laughs> right into it. <laughs> yeah, uh, get 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 all get all your bullshit with that new next gen feel. Uh, I don't know what the next gen feels like. I'm just. Yeah. Uh, the next gen, the next gen of bullshit. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> uh, how about uh, saying things that you don't mean? <laughs> well, that is kind of the same as last gen. So, <laughs> okay, yeah. let's uh, let's yeah, let's 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 get into it. Let's get into uh, today's uh, episode. Uh, so, uh, as usual, my co-host Chilekwa. Uh, is who I am joined by. Uh, how are you doing, Chilekwa? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing uh, surviving. I don't. Mm. Yeah. How are you doing? Um, I'm I'm doing okay. Uh, I just you know life and all its drama. But <laughs> I, I I won't I won't bore the listeners with uh, with all that. Uh, yeah. So let's let's get into it with uh, starting with what we're playing. Uh, so. After a three-week hiatus, uh, it seems that you are now playing some <laughs> some of the video games. Yes, I am back. The boy <laughs> is back playing the VGs. <laughs> Shout out to Bob for giving me his, his his monitor so that I can play my games, and I am back playing a game Elias hates or doesn't like: GTA Five in all its glory. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about GTA enough to hate it. So, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, how's how's that going? I, uh, playing the game you've been playing it's for good. Like it's good. Seven years now. <laughs> More than seven, but okay, thank you. Um, yeah, you know it's it's uh it's good. You know, I logged on. They gave me my my usual. You know gave me the two million dollars you know the money i don't have in real life i'm born here <laughs> <laughs> okay well at, at least you're having fun you're you're, you're back playing video <laughs> games it's it's important for the the, the mind and the darkness of the soul <laughs> uh yes. yeah uh i'm still playing so I am now playing three games because it wasn't enough that I was failing to manage my time and play the two games. Uh, so I decided to add a third one. Uh, so yeah, still playing Doom Eternal, The Ancient Gods uh, and Ghost Runner. I've actually been playing more of Ghost Runner than Doom Eternal. It's actually a pretty good game uh, as it as it keeps going though. Uh, there's these sections, these platforming sections, which I feel just pad out the game. Like every time you, you get to one of these sections, you really just want to get through it to get to the combat sections, which are really sublime. And I'm really enjoying those sections, but the the the, the platforming sections kind of feel like padding. So it, it makes a game that might have been maybe like an eight or a nine, more of a seven. But I'm not done with it yet. I'm still I'm still going, and it's still a good time. So, yeah. And then lastly, I'm uh, playing 
Ori and the Will of the Wisps. And honestly, this is a game that I started playing a long time ago uh, and haven't finished yet. I got back into it because I'm uh, I'm testing that new Elite controller. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's that's what I've been playing. <laughs> how's how's the Elite controller, by the way? We I know you are you you got a lot. Week. Yeah, it's 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 a really good controller, dude. Like even even just in terms of having it in in in, in your hand, it's, it's it feels good. You know, it feels expensive. It, I mean, it is, uh, but uh, it's 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 a really it's a really good controller, and I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend everyone uh, buy it just because that the, the price tag is pretty hefty. It's about. 180 180 dollars but it's oh, oh my god <laughs> are, are you are you are you good are you good yeah salary but <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I tell you that i make i make dumb decisions when 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 when, when buying gaming <laughs> you think it's a joke this is what it looks like <laughs> Uh, nah, good yeah. on you, man. Do what do what makes you happy. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's the best controller I, I I own right now. Like it's a clear step. Like when I'm playing PS4 games now, uh, it it feels like a step down when I when I when I when I play with the PS4 controller when, with the Dual the DualShock 4. <laughs> it feels like a step down, and I haven't even uh, tested it out on, on 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 Halo and whatnot. So. Yeah, so it's, it's a good controller. I don't regret buying it, uh, but I don't recommend everyone buy it. <laughs> okay, uh, let's 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 get into it. Let's 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 get into the dead drop. Let's let's get this going. Uh, we've got uh, a fair amount of news this week, I think. Uh, so yeah, let's start with let's start with uh, what is a kind of follow up to a story that we've been covering for a couple of weeks now. I don't know if you can call it a follow-up or it's in the same cinematic universe or whatever, but yeah, let's uh, let's let's go over it. So Dbrand, the company best known for their tech tech product skins, are canceling and refunding all PS5 skin pre-orders. In a post on their Reddit, the company has revealed the decision was made because skinning this fucking thing sucks. That's that's a direct quote, by the way. <laughs> it could be a lie this talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, as usual, I include all the links in the in the description so you'll be able to see the links and uh, <laughs> you'll be able to see the direct quote itself. But yes, they, they put up a post on their subreddit and uh, in typical D-brand fashion, and I don't know if you follow them on, on, on any of the social media uh, outlets, uh, Chileco, but they, they are notorious for their uh, kind of, uh, some may call it abrasive marketing, but I think it's actually uh, hilarious. And I, I, I like that they kind of, it's, it's seemingly, they're, they're kind of seemingly assholes about their, 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 their products and whatnot. And like I said, I bought, um, I, I bought a D brand skin for my, for my, uh, my computer not too long ago. And one of the things that it came with was a message that said, uh, what, what did it say? It said something like, uh, shipped, uh, shipped your D brand, blah, blah, blah. And then you're welcome. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, 
like paid for the product, but thanks, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I like so, the marketing is cool. Yeah, yeah. They're, it's not they're, conventional. They're, so it's it's not conventional, and they they also don't treat you like a fucking five year old when they market uh, their things. They they talk directly to you like uh, like adults should. And like some of some of some of their quotes in this thing are, are are hilarious actually. Like when 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 you when you read it, it's it's actually it's actually funny. So like like I let me it. yeah. And then um I don't know um game site one of these websites quoted them like company company goes off on customers swears at them and they quoted it on Twitter and. <laughs> Yeah, so these guys are just funny. <laughs> yeah. So essentially, they're uh, canceling their pre-orders because they they say that uh, there's no good way uh, for for this uh, for this product to kind of uh, or or it it won't look good if if they kind of uh, give it to you in the typical D brand apply it yourself fashion. Uh, and there's actually quotes here uh, from uh, a, a, you know, they, they're, they're kind of talking about how the popular YouTuber, Dave2D, uh, who does a lot of tech reviews and whatnot, uh, was uh, talking about uh, his, his, his PS5 and uh, the skin. Uh, on it. Uh, and he was quoted mm-hmm. as saying, now I thought this would look better. I would prefer like a fully monocolored panel if I was gonna do it. Uh, and yeah, they, they go into detail about how even them themselves uh, with all the prowess they have can't apply the skin in a way that looks good because the other side is going to kind of uh, be uh, visible. Uh, you're going to get uh, misalignments just because of the shape of the console. Uh, and they go as far as saying uh, so we've seen what an amateur like Dave was able to pull off with the PS5 skin. And they, they say that ironically because obviously Dave 2D is no amateur. He's uh, a tech reviewer. Uh, and they say surely D-Brand could do better, right? And then they go over like uh, pictures of how it looks. Uh, and they say, yeah, spoiler alert, it looks a lot like Dave's did. And... Uh, <laughs> The quote, the quote that actually uh, amused me uh, quite a bit was where they were talking about how they fully expect none of us simple brainlets uh, to apply it in a way that would look aesthetically pleasing. So, yeah, uh, what 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 do you think about this? I mean, even uh, now, even one of the alternatives to the side panels itself like the skins uh seem like they're not a viable option and i always thought like you know we a skin wasn't going to do it um i thought maybe just having the movable face space was going to be good but then uh, i'm for it you know i'm for a company that knows that okay we can make a bunch of money off you right but then in the end they just decided you know what we are about quality we don't just want to get your money we want you to get your money and you be happy with our product so expect to them for actually taking it on and saying listen if you've paid for this we'll give you back your money 
because it's not right and we don't feel it's right. So I'm all for it. Uh, I Sony's going to be, you know, going to release some or allow a company to do something because, nah, I'm not feeling the two-toned. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, that's, I mean, like, I, I think, yeah, I agree with what you're saying, that they're, they're basically leaving money on the table, if we're being completely honest, and it takes... It takes a certain uh, level of, uh, you know, consumer friendliness to to do something like that. And I don't know if it's necessarily consumer friendly, but they clearly know that their brand is about quality. I mean, having having had my D brand skin for like uh, weeks now, uh, I, I can't speak to the long term quality of it myself. But in terms of the quality I'm observing now, yeah, the quality is definitely there. It's. It's all about the quality. And I think that's something that they pride themselves on uh, because I've bought skins, I've bought other skins, I've bought skins for my phone. And like this, I can say, has been the best skin that I've owned. Now, to be fair, D-Brand kind of sells their their, their, their skins for a pretty penny. Like their, their skins aren't exactly cheap. So uh, you get what you pay for in the end. But yeah, it's nice to see that they're uh, aware of the fact that uh, selling these uh, skins, which as 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 we've seen from Dave 2 ds uh, videos, don't look as good as uh, D brand skins usually look. Yeah, I think I think uh, they deserve a certain amount of praise for that. And naturally, you know, uh, some of these media outlets, not knowing uh, the reputation D brand has. <laughs> Uh, took it as, oh, D-Brand are going off on their consumer base, which I think is actually funny. Uh, you, you just mentioned how they actually uh, quoted it. And like, it's like, do, do your mm-hmm. research, guys. Like, <laughs> they're, not, they're not going off, but yeah. But also, uh, now that the PS5s are out in the wild, people have been customizing their plates. Uh, like, like, like we predicted, the plates are removable, so... People have been spray painting mm-hmm. it and uh, putting their designs and whatnot, and it looks pretty cool. Uh, I saw I saw a concept of the controller as well that 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 comes in black and yeah, like this is this is all money that Sony could be could be could be taking, but we'll see what their marketing team have to say about that. <laughs> 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 Sony's marketing. <laughs> yeah, uh, and you know, uh, we we're, we're we're going to get into uh, a couple of uh, news stories that uh, also touch on Microsoft. I don't think Microsoft uh, is uh, doing the best job either, but they're doing a little better than Sony is. But I digress. Let's let's get into the next news story. Uh, so Microsoft CFO Tim Stewart has said that the company expects shortages of the Xbox Series X and Series S to continue through the first quarter of 2021. Speaking at the Jeffries Interactive Entertainment Virtual Conference, Stewart was asked about the resupplying of Xbox after pre-orders went out and explained that demand is huge right now, adding, frankly, gaming is just exploding. Uh, yeah, so this is one of, uh, I think, a couple of new stories to come out of the Jeffries Interactive Entertainment Virtual Conference, um, where Stuart was mm-hmm. speaking 
uh, and uh, yeah, uh, if you thought, uh, you know, uh, towards the end of the year, uh, maybe stock will become a little easier or it will be a bit easier to find an Xbox. Uh, doesn't look like that would be the case, though uh, we were just talking about this before we started recording, actually, that uh, a few sites are actually dropping Xboxes. Uh, Walmart is going to go up uh, a few hours after we, we we record this episode. So it's they're, they're still going to be, it looks like there's still going to be consoles going out, but it looks like they've vastly overestimated or underestimated what the demand was going to be. As we have been saying now, uh, you know, we've been, we've called this a soft mm-hmm. launch and not everyone uh, seemingly agrees. And uh, I mean, it's, I think it's telling that the people that don't agree are the people that manage to get consoles. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, not looking, it's not looking like uh, supply is going to be able to match the demand anytime soon. And I think we, we kind of expected this, uh, at least I did. Uh, so what are your thoughts on this? Depressing. <laughs> Very depressing. Um, but yeah, we, we called it, like we called it from the get-go that you said they're, they're not ready. The Xbox, Microsoft wasn't ready for next-gen. Uh, neither company was, but it's just hap- so happened that they decided to go ahead with it and we get to pay the price and this is it sucked so much because they're giving power to people who have faster internet and have bots and are just taking advantage like it actually it actually upsets me that neither company actually um you know like set up like you know if they could have just set up security you know like where you someone can't buy more than one console or you can tell that this isn't a human buying this maybe there would be more consoles out there in the world to people who actually want them not people who are trying to make a ridiculous profit so it's it's actually it upsets me a bit it actually does upset me because i've been looking for a console and I've been looking at both the Xbox Series X and the S and the PlayStation 5. And it's just upsetting seeing how much people are selling them for. So being then being told that um you know there's not going to be enough stock, you should have done something about that or you should have made it where people are protected enough to get an order in or something like that. But otherwise mm, it's going to be rough. It honestly is going to be rough. And I don't think they've released the numbers, have they? Uh, no, uh, but Microsoft notoriously don't release numbers. Most of the numbers that we have are conjecture based on, uh, you know, uh, industry information. But Microsoft stopped releasing numbers pretty close to the Xbox One launch, actually. So I don't expect that they're going to release numbers oh. this time around. And uh yeah, I mean, they're selling through everything they're able to make, at least uh, in the US and Europe, it seems. But um, I mean, it's, it's, it's telling because, I, again, I've said this, uh, I think I've said this on a previous episode, and uh, I'll say it again. 
Microsoft's, uh, the, the information we have is roughly 80% of pre-orders went to PlayStation and uh, at least in the US and Microsoft sold through their, uh, their supply. So it, 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 it simply means that they had less supply than Sony did, not so much that there was more demand. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's really weird because you'd think Microsoft would be the company better prepared for this because they are close to a trillion dollar company. But it, it, it seems like I, like I keep saying that they were just not ready for this launch, but we're not willing to push it. So yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, but if you're, if you're looking to get a Series X or a PlayStation 5 for that matter, good luck, but it doesn't look like it's going to be easy to get one at least until sometime in April next year. Okay, let's get into the next news story. Uh, so this is actually a follow-up from a news story that we actually didn't cover. Uh, Capcom got hacked uh, and, uh, you know, a significant amount of information was was stolen. So let's get into this 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 follow-up. So in a follow-up to that 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 news story, uh, Capcom says sales and financial information uh, was stolen in a major hack. Uh, the publisher provided an update of the ransomware attack uh, they suffered earlier this month, saying that sales and financial information have been compromised and that 350,000 pieces of personal information may have been stolen. Uh, in an update on their investor website, the company says that an investigation is ongoing, but explaining, uh, but explained that on November 16th, it could confirm that sales reports, financial information, and nine employees' personal information have been compromised. Less certain is personal information of uh, customers and business partners, as logs appear to have been lost during the attack. Capcom says up to 350,000 records for addresses, phone numbers, emails, birthdays, and more may have been compromised but explained that none of the potential stolen data includes credit card information, which uh, is always uh, a big worry when one of these hacks happens. The company says it began contacting anyone whose personal information has been uh, confirmed to be compromised and says anyone who wants to inquire about their own information should contact their region's Capcom customer support service. So Capcom suffered a hack earlier this month and it seems that not only was financial information uh, compromised, but about 350 records uh, of people's addresses, phone numbers, email addresses, and birth dates, and possibly more were compromised. So, I mean, what, what, what do you think about this before I get into my thoughts? Honestly, it's scary. I remember last week, we were talking about um, Ubisoft being hacked and it's now becoming scary like it's becoming a thing where video game companies are being hacked like um, you know hackers can do a lot with people's personal information and it's very hearing that people's addresses have been you know have been have been have been has been compromised and people someone knowing where you live your birthday and all that that's very scary I I'm just happy no one's credit card information was was hacked or leaked or anything. 
because that's that's a blow. Once someone has your credit card information, you're broke. They can do whatever they want to you. So um, kudos to them for actually coming up front and actually saying everything. Some companies would hide this, but I guess um, they also have to be honest with the public and also with their investors. So yeah. I don't know. It's a worrying time. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, it always sucks when you hear news like this. And obviously, uh, video game companies uh, seem to be targeted more and more. Uh, like you said, it, it, it is, you know, kind of a silver lining that no credit card information was leaked, which, yeah, like once, once your credit card information is out there, then you are, I mean, you have to cancel your card and like, sometimes you have to put in fraud charges and you, 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 you really are like kind of on the back foot uh, when, when stuff like this, uh, especially when you know your information has been leaked, but it still sucks knowing that, you know, even, even email addresses, because then someone gets email address information and all of a sudden they're using that to hit you with all sorts of spam. Like even that is, it just sucks, but mm-hmm. yeah, uh, they, 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 they came up front. I, I feel like they had to, right? I feel like they didn't have a choice because uh, from my understanding, uh, it's possible that business partner, partner's information uh, was leaked as well. And them not reviewing this information uh, could mean that they, you know, they they get sued into oblivion. But um, yeah, also, I, I'm not sure, are Capcom publicly traded? Because if they are, this is information that they kind of uh, are obligated to to give to the, the public anyway. Uh, but if, 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 whether, whether they are or not, yeah, this, this sucks. Uh, people, people targeting these companies are clearly after, you know, uh, the information to either use to blackmail them or to leverage in some way. And yeah, it's, it's getting more and more. Uh, I mean, like you said, we, we, we had a news story uh, a couple of weeks back, uh, if not last week, on how Ubisoft got hacked, which, I mean, we laughed about how it was ironic, but it still sucks that, 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 that this, is, this is happening and people's information is being leaked. And in the case of Ubisoft, you know, the information pertaining to their game was leaked and all that, so... Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, we'll keep an eye on this and any other stories to do with hacking. And if you have any, you know, uh, information with, with, with Capcom or you've used their service or you've bought anything directly from them or you, you, you fear that their information or your information might be compromised as well, uh, I'll say, yeah, try getting in touch with their customer support service, though being in Zambia, uh, I don't know if that's really an option for us, but yeah, just, just try and make sure that your information is safe and hasn't been compromised. Uh, and uh, mm. hopefully it hasn't. Hopefully, hopefully, dude. Okay. Uh, so some Halo news. Some <laughs> uh, Eli news. <laughs> whatever I, I i i write the script it's i can do whatever i want <laughs> be grateful that I, I don't make the whole show just doom information so 
Uh, <laughs> a big Halo Infinite community update is in the works, but there is currently no plans for the game to be at the Game Awards 343 confirmed. In a weekly discussion thread on the Halo subreddit, 343 industry community director Brian Gerard, and I hope I'm saying that right, stopped by to share that plans for a community update are in the works, but not in time for the VGAs. Uh, he's quoted as saying, full disclosure, we don't have anything planned for the VGAs, but are hoping to offer at least a high level update within the next few weeks so we can start we can kind of restart this journey together after the holidays. Uh, so yeah, uh, basically, uh, people, uh, as 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 will recall, uh, Halo Infinite was delayed into next year. Uh, if it wasn't delayed, people would have been playing it by now. It would have been a Series X launch game, but it looks like the game was just in terrible shape and. Uh, they're kind of doing a soft relaunch or uh, re-reveal, I'm assuming, uh, because since they revealed the uh, th that the game would be delayed, they haven't talked about it at all. So uh, curious to see what they talk about here. Uh, uh, do, do you care about this any uh, at all, Chileva? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 okay, moving on. Uh, in in another piece of news that came out of the uh, and this is this I think is the uh, second news item to come out of the um, the Jeffries Interactive Entertainment Virtual Conference. Uh, so Xbox CFO Tim Stewart uh, spoke at the conference and gave some details about the company's plans for Bethesda and ZeniMax games and cross-platform. In an update to Xbox's plans, uh, as far as cross-platform is concerned, Bethesda games will be first and better or best on Xbox consoles when they are released. <laughs> So uh, here, here's a quote. Uh, what we'll do, yeah. Uh, here's a quote. So what, what we'll do in the long run is we don't have any intentions of just pulling all Bethesda's content off Sony or Nintendo or otherwise. But what we want is we want that content in the long run to be either first or better or best or pick your differentiating experience on our platforms, which was a weird thing for him to say. I don't really understand what he meant there, uh, but uh, yeah. Uh, so going on, he says, we'll want Bethesda content to show up the best as on our platforms. Uh, he also mentioned how the strategy would help Xbox's uh, prized Game Pass program going forward. Uh, and quote, he says, if you think of something like Game Pass, if it shows up best in Game Pass, that's what we want to see. We want to drive our Game Pass subscriber base through the Bethesda pipeline. So yeah, uh, it seems Microsoft just won't shut the fuck up about this deal. <laughs> uh, it's uh, more vague information, but I think uh, it's, kind of in line with what we expected, that they would 
not really take their games off other platforms and their games would show up on other platforms. But I think uh, you mentioned that they'll probably have it as time, have them as timed exclusives and uh, it would drive mm-hmm. game pass. So yeah, what what do you think about this? Do we, do we have any more thoughts on this? I mean, we've talked about this ad nauseum on previous episodes and honestly, this deal isn't even really done done and Microsoft seemingly want to, it's like they're going on a tour talking about this deal and they don't, they're not really saying anything. And it's, it's kind of getting to a point where it's like, dude, if you don't have anything to say, shut the fuck up until you do, you know? Uh, so uh, what do you think about this? You know, honestly, like I one like one thing that I'm now that's just crossed my mind. You know how um games are designed differently on different platforms, like uh, on PlayStation and on Xbox, right? So Microsoft buying Bethesda now, meaning that Bethesda will now have to first priority would be to make these games run on um I don't know, yeah, more familiar with the technical uh words like um so when they're developing these games they're going to develop these games to run best on Xbox, right? So does that mean for them saying that we want you to experience these games the best of on our platforms, does that mean that possibly uh, the game is going to look better on the Xbox and then developers, Bethesda developers are just going to be like, uh, okay, it will still look good on PlayStation, but it won't be as good. Do you think that's the case? Do you think they might compromise the quality of the game? So that it's it not compromised, sorry, but lower the quality. Yeah, I I think honestly, Microsoft are being a bit shrewd with their wording here. Uh, my my thoughts are that you know they're going to kind of continue with the pipeline that Bethesda already has, and we have to remember that Bethesda develops from for everything from PC to PlayStation to Nintendo Switch, so. Uh, they're probably not going to change that, uh, but they definitely won't be taking advantage of any of the next-gen features that are available on PlayStation. And uh, we'll get into it later in, in the episode, but uh, things like we've been hearing mm-hmm. how good the dual, dual sense is, you know, how much of a next-gen feel that controller is. I think you can say goodbye to any hope that the, the next Wolfenstein is going to take advantage of the of the dual sense in any way, because then people would be saying, oh, well, you said it would be better on Xbox, but look at all the features that are available on PlayStation. Now, again, and this is why, uh, you know, I'm saying like, why, why, why do they keep talking about this? Because we don't have any other information. Like we, we don't, this is all conjecture from our point of view, but they're, they're, they're basically trying mm-hmm. to have their cake and eat it too. You know, they're saying, Hey, look, we're not going to take away your toys from this, from this platform, but you know, the toy will be better on this platform and then, you know, all that. And it it's, I really just, I don't, I don't get, why they seem to want to keep talking about this. And then when they get asked questions that people actually genuinely want to know about, 
they give half answers because honestly, I don't think even they know the answers yet because like we've said, this deal isn't done yet. So why do they keep talking about it? Because they're seemingly talking about it at this point unprovoked. They're, 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 they're going out on these media tours where they're talking about their, 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 their acquisition of Bethesda and how you know it's great for the Xbox ecosystem, but then they're not really giving us any information that will help us understand if the game is going to come to um, you know, other consoles or whether it will be timed exclusives. And even with the, these statements, which kind of give an understanding of where their head's at, they haven't given any concrete information. They're saying that it's going to be best on Xbox. What does that even mean? Does it mean that the graphical fidelity will be better on Xbox? Does it mean that the fact that it's going to be on Game Pass means that it's going to be a better experience because you don't have to pay for it? Like we don't know what any of this means. And they know that the, the, the information they're putting, like this is all PR. They're, they're putting out information just to keep the story of Bethesda and uh, Microsoft's acquisition in the kind of mind share. But if you kind of look at what they're saying, they're not saying much. And I mean, we'll keep covering it because it's it's important news uh, in, in, in the gaming industry, but it's not really, they, they're not saying anything new. And I don't think they can say anything uh -huh. new because a lot of this stuff is still in the pipeline and they're, they're still kind of working out what a lot of this would mean. So, yeah, but I know they're going to keep talking about it because this is something that they can load over uh, Sony and they're not, they, they don't have a lot of wins. So this is one of those wins that they can, they can kind of keep talking about and, you know, reminding people that, yeah, we bought Bethesda while not giving us any information beyond that. So let's <laughs> see. We'll see. We'll see where this goes. I honestly think that they're going to keep doing this for the next few months because they honestly don't have shit to talk about. So, yeah, uh, we'll see where that the 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 the, the whole thing goes uh, with with this acquisition. Okay, uh, next news item: PlayStation. Uh, the, the the PlayStation boss has kind of uh, dodged the question of. Uh, God of War Ragnarok's exclusivity to PlayStation Five. So <laughs> this 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 is this is again uh, an interesting piece of news. So let's get into it. So in an interview this week with the Telegraph, PlayStation CEO Jim Ryan refused to confirm PlayStation 5's exclusivity for God of War's sequel, uh, God of War Ragnarok, explaining he had nothing to say about it. Uh, in response to concerns that the game, that launching games as cross-gen titles will prevent them from reaching their full potential, uh, concerns that I think we've echoed on this show, Ryan had this to say. The first thing to say is that our PS5 experiences or versions of these games are built from the ground up to take advantage of the PS5 feature set. So I think offering a PlayStation 5 version of these games for PS5 for the PS5 community and then the PS4 version of the games for the PS4 community I don't see what's wrong with that we've got a community of PS4 gamers 100 million strong and I would be wrong and it would be wrong to walk away from those people too early 
so yeah, the, before we get into that, there was actually uh, a bit more news. Uh, so uh, let me just go through that really quick and then we can discuss it, discuss it all. Uh, so also in the interview, Ryan defended the uh, 70 euro uh, price hike. And uh, this, this, this is a uh, European outlet. So they're referring to the uh, price in Europe, uh, 70 euros. Uh, so he defended the 70 euro price hike uh, of next-gen games such as Demon's Souls saying, if you measure the hours of entertainment provided by a video game such as Demon's Souls, compared to any other form of entertainment, I think that's a very straightforward comparison to make. Finally, Ryan had something to say about another area of concern for the PlayStation 5, potential storage problems. Uh, and this is referring to the hard drive space or the SSD space. We're not hearing that. We'll obviously watch what happens as people unbox their PlayStations and start to use them. We think we'll be okay. We obviously are able to monitor hard drive usage on the PS4 microscopically, and everything that we saw indicates we should be fine. Uh, yeah, so let's uh, let's let's get into everything uh, that 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 was covered uh, in this interview, starting with him dodging the question uh, of whether God of War Ragnarok will be exclusive to the PlayStation Five. Um, Let's start with this, Chileka. What do you think? You know, that just settles it, you know. We're not getting the PS5 till 2022 here, some of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they still want to sell us the copies on PlayStation 4 because they know that they're not going to be able to give us the consoles. Um, yeah, okay. It, it, it does make sense. Um, I will say this. Um, the community is big and I guess the, they want to make as much money as possible. The PlayStation 5 community is going to build up slowly and it seems at this pace very slowly and it only makes sense for, for them to only make sense for them to, to, you know, make it available to the community where they have a hundred million uh, going down now because some people have the PlayStation 5. But it makes sense for that. But you know, this is exactly what we were talking about. Um, if you're a player, are you going to, and you can afford to get the PlayStation 5 and you want to get it. For games, especially first party games like God of War, are you going to play it on the PlayStation 4? Or are you going to wait to, uh, are you going to wait for the PlayStation 5 and play it? Obviously by then, we're thinking things should normalize and uh, you, there should be enough stock of PlayStation 5s. But it all comes down to, I think they just want to make money. And there are going to be people who are just going to have their PlayStation 4s for a very long time and would still buy God of War because God of War is one of the games that, it's a game that makes people buy consoles, in all honesty. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's uh, I mean, uh, we, 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 we gave it our uh, game of the generation. That was our game of the generation, was it not? What was it? Was it? Was uh, it? Um, I, I no, our game of the generation was Red Dead, dude. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think it was second. I think it was second. Yeah, it was second. Yeah, but it's definitely up there. It's uh, 
it's definitely an IP that, especially now after the the the, the soft reboot that they did, uh, it's it's a system seller. But again, this all rings kind of hollow because they're the ones that were championing the you know next gen only on PlayStation Five, and they only started revealing this information as we approached launch. I mean. Uh, I, was, I, I think uh, we were talking about this how uh, before um, before we started recording. Like I've I've bought Miles Morales on PlayStation Four because I went through and I looked at reviews and yeah, it's a toned down version of the PlayStation Five game, but it's not a bad looking game. And this whole uh, built from the ground up to take advantage of the PlayStation Five feature set. I'm calling bullshit on this just because take Miles Morales, for example, it seems outside of the really quick load times on uh, PlayStation 5, you know, ray tracing or the performance mode that gives you 60 frames per second. And, you know, the 4K, the native 4K resolution, the game runs on PlayStation 4 and it's speaking speaking as you know a software engineer it's much easier to scale up than to scale down because if you build something from the ground up for the PlayStation 5 scaling down means that the compromises you make are going to be a lot more you know inherent to what you're building if you're building it from the ground up for the PlayStation 5. So I'm not necessarily buying that it's built from the ground up. Now, again, I don't know, I don't have any information and it could be very well that the the, 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 the games are being built for the PlayStation 5 and then being scaled down. But that said, it if you're building a game for the PlayStation 5 and it can be scaled down to run on the PlayStation 4, how next gen is that? I mean, I'm not even talking shit about the games themselves. I love Insomniac, and that's why I couldn't wait uh, for to get a PlayStation Five to play Miles Morales. You know, I, I, I'm going to play it now. I'm, I'm I'm not going to wait two months and have the game potentially spoiled for me to play it. But if the game runs well on PlayStation Four, which from what I can tell it does, and honestly. Like I've said, it's it's not a bad looking game. I mean, the original Spider-Man was not a bad looking game. It's a really good looking game. If you're going to be scaling down from the PlayStation Five, yeah, there are features that you can only get on the PlayStation Five, and it seems that uh, especially with Insomniac and uh, to a certain degree, um, Guerrilla Games with their uh, Decima engine, there's a lot of scalability because uh, Horizon was launched on, on, on PC and their scalability there. Uh, but saying that it's built from the ground up to take advantage of the PlayStation 5 uh, feature set, I don't know. I don't know about that per se. I, I, I think Ryan is being a bit, uh, you know, uh, pr if, if that's a term. Uh, mm. And... <laughs> Yeah, the, the fact that the fact that 
God of War Ragnarok, which again, we don't even have a release date for, but we can assume is going to be out uh, sometime in 2022. It's still going to be mm-hmm. coming to the PlayStation 4. I mean, what was what was the point of talking up the fact that, you know, you, you have to remember that when Microsoft was saying things like Halo is going to be available on the Xbox One and, you know, it's going to be uh, coming to all the Xbox consoles, rightly so, we talked shit about them because we asked the question, what's the point of the next gen then? if you're going to be mm-hmm. uh, catering to the lowest common denominator. So why should it be any different for Sony? Because they actually leveraged this in their marketing, saying PS5 is a true next-gen jump. It's a true next-gen console, and you're going to get experiences that are exclusive to next-gen. And now all this information is coming out that, oh, but this game is not going to be exclusive, and this game is going to be available on PlayStation 4. So why should why 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 should we spare them the same criticism we gave Microsoft? They're full of shit. So why 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 now should they act like hey, even though the games are coming to PlayStation Four, we 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 we've built it from the ground up for PlayStation Five and to take advantage of all that. That's exactly what Microsoft have been saying, and we gave them shit for that, and. Sony leveraged the shit that Microsoft were getting and they came out, do you remember during the, the marketing cycle when, when they were talking about their next gen features and whatnot, Ryan was out there saying, yeah, we are next gen, like this is real next gen, you know? And he was obviously alluding to the fact that Microsoft were promising that games were going to come to uh, Xbox One for at least X, uh, 18 months. And now we're hearing God of War is going to be, I mean, it, and of course, this is not confirmation in any sense of the word. And we, we're just assuming, but if it was a PlayStation 5 exclusive, why wouldn't he just say so? So, yeah, this, 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 just, this, this just reeks of uh, PR, the BS, in my opinion, but... I'm pretty sure the game is still going to be great. And in Sony's defense, even though they have these titles that are cross-gen, Microsoft don't even have that. So we'll see how uh, all that goes. Uh, obviously, when 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 they do reveal uh, God of War Ragnarok, which again, a reminder, we've seen nothing of other than a teaser screen. So I don't even think that's coming out in 2021 like they said it would. Uh, we'll 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 follow we'll follow the story, but uh, yeah, another yeah. yeah, but another item that uh, he talked about was uh, you know he defended the the price hike of next gen, and we talked about this I think uh, last week how I think prices in game were due, prices in games were due uh, for a, for an increase, and I'm I kind of agree with him on this point. You know, uh, not so much in terms of the measure of hours of entertainment, as uh, because if you're if you're solely measuring uh, the hours of entertainment, well then look at a Netflix model, or I mean, let's look at Game Pass, where they're offering you all these games for a monthly subscription. But 
overall, I think I kind of agree with him uh, in that, you know, video games are expensive. And I don't know why he didn't lean more into the fact that video games are expensive to make. Uh, he kind of just touched on, hey, you're getting a lot of value for the time you spend playing video games. Uh, I feel like if he if he leaned more into the fact that video games are expensive to make and they're making these huge expansive worlds that, you know, they have to make a profit on, uh, then I think I'd, I'd understand that argument a little more. But overall, I think I agree with him on this point. Uh, and I think we talked about this uh, in nauseam last week. So... I won't dwell on this. Uh, do you have anything to, to to add to this particular point? Nah, I agree too. Um, I th- we covered it extensively in last week's episode, so nothing to add. I yeah. think it's about time. Yeah. And then the last notable point in this interview is where he was talking about PlayStation 5 storage. And this is... This is where I, I, I feel, you know, he's, it's, I don't understand where he gets this notion, you know, and I don't know, maybe it's hubris coming from Sony or whatnot. I mean, it kind of feels like hubris, but to say that they think that they'll be okay. First of all, the number of PlayStation 4s out there uh that have you know more stories than the 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 PlayStation 5 currently has uh is vast I, there's no getting around that like I'm I I have a I have a PlayStation uh 5 a PlayStation 4 right now that has more stories than the PlayStation 5 has but also there are no solutions to increase that storage and him saying we're not hearing that, which is what he actually said. We're not hearing that, you know, like it's kind of tone deaf in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It, their PlayStation 4, like I have, like I said, there's a terabyte of storage on this PlayStation 4 and even I have to delete games, you know, to make space for new games. Like I was downloading Miles Morales and I had to delete a a couple of games to make room for that. And PlayStation 5 games are going to be bigger than PlayStation 4 games. I don't think there's any question about that. So to say that, you know, he's not hearing that is kind of tone deaf in my opinion. And it just speaks to where Sony's marketing is at right now, where they kind of understand that they have a lion's share of the market and Honestly, they can get away with saying things like that. I mean, could you imagine if Phil Spencer came out and said, yeah, as for the lack of, you know, Xbox exclusive games, I'm not hearing that you have Game Pass. You know, can you imagine, can you imagine if he said that, the uproar that would be there? I feel like Sony, Sony are getting a pass with a lot of gamers these days. And I, I don't know, what, what, what do you think? It's trash, dude. We all know that this this space isn't enough. Like we know, we know for a fact that, and you're right. They get away with a lot of things. We have games. We have to delete games on numerous occasions. Sometimes it even you even be like, but I haven't finished this game. And for us, especially here now, it's only become better because we 
we have um we have internet providers that give us it it is terrible wi-fi but it's unlimited nonetheless so you can say i'll download it and it may be downloaded in a few days but we all know that the space isn't enough and i don't know why he's trying to make it seem like like nah games are 40 megabytes or like a like it's back in the days when an 8 MB memory card was enough. I don't yeah. I don't understand why he's trying to do this. And what compounds this further is the fact that they're releasing a digital console. So mm. it it's 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 now even further, you know, uh the, the, the memory is it's even a bigger issue because when you have a digital version, your only solution is to download games. And like you've said, for us, like it takes days sometimes to download games. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but I mean, again, this kind of speaks to the kind of hubris that we're seeing with Sony lately. And I mean, they're, they're, they're still selling consoles out the ass, so who, who's, to say that they're wrong per se, but I just feel like a lot of this goes, uh, it, 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 it kind of just goes by and games media, like obviously they cover it because it is big news, but no one really, no one really holds Sony to their word the way they seemingly hold Microsoft to their word. And I feel like, it's getting to the point where, I mean, I've been a PlayStation gamer for, for, for generations now, so have you, and we, I think we, we yeah, it's fair to say, especially with you, we have more of an affiliation with Sony consoles than Microsoft's consoles, just because we've been in the PlayStation ecosystem longer, but mm-hmm. it, it doesn't seem like, it doesn't seem like Sony are being measured with the same level of scrutiny that Microsoft are and at what point does the gamer say okay look this is clearly BS I mean for this statement particularly I don't understand again and and we can go all the way back to the first story where we were saying you know dbrand kind of talk to us like we're adults talk to us like we're adults just tell us that hey look to keep the cost of the console down we could only put so much memory in it. And there are external uh, memory solutions that are coming, okay? Talk to us, like, don't spill, spew this BS about, you know, we've seen micros- we, we've seen uh, the, the PlayStation 4 uh, hard drives microscopic. I'm not buying that BS. Every single person that I know that owns a PS4 has memory issues. And that's only going to get worse with the PlayStation 5. Don't talk to us like we're five-year-olds, dude. Like, talk to us like we're fucking adults. We understand that the cost of the console needs to be kept down, okay? We understand that SSD storage is expensive, okay? We're not fucking stupid. Don't, 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 don't talk to us like, hey, we have information that you don't have, okay? You don't know what you're talking about. That's bullshit, so yeah, uh, I don't know. I feel like the, the the hubris of the PlayStation 3 era is slowly seeping in and I don't know that it's going mm. to affect their sales. And honestly, sales numbers are all uh, that 
companies really uh, understand. I mean, we've talked about how Microsoft uh, are very consumer facing now, but that's only because they got their asses handed to them in the previous generation. If Microsoft won last gen, I don't even think Game Pass would be a thing, but they had to do something because their sales were dropping and falling off and they had to do something to get some of those numbers back. And until Sony starts seeing a fall off in their sales numbers, which I don't think they're going to see anytime soon, they're just going to keep doing things like this that are anti-consumer, but why, why should they care? I mean, they're still making money. So, yeah. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, your weekly Eli rant, which I will admit is justified because it's fucking stupid. This is why our episode was sponsored by Sony Marketing. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's I, I don't think it's going to get any better. The like Sony is selling consoles like like crazy demand for consoles is higher than it's ever been. So I, I see no reason why uh, they would change their, their, their tune. Uh, it just, it just feels like mm-hmm. uh, a lot of it, you know, isn't being addressed because I mean, to be fair, like people aren't even questioning some of these things. So many people are comfortable just, letting it slide and to be fair like if we could we'll buy the playstation 5 as well it's not like we would say uh the memory is too low so we're not getting the console so it's it's a difficult position to be in because the only thing that is going to make them change their tune is uh, a change in their financial fortunes and i don't think that's going to happen anytime soon mm-hmm. uh, yeah without dwelling on that too much let's get into the next news story uh, so the PlayStation 5 has sold out in Japan, although it won't be setting any records. So this is the second worst major PlayStation 5 hardware launch in the region, including handhelds, by the way, since the PlayStation 2, beaten only by the PlayStation 3. The console sold 118,000 units in four days, according to Famitsu which is down considerably from the PlayStation 4s, which sold 322,000 units. Uh, For posterity, the PlayStation 3 tallied at 88,000 units in its first week, uh, which is significantly low. uh, And it's no surprise considering how badly the, the PlayStation 3 was received. It's important to note, it's important to note, however, that the PlayStation 5 has completely sold out in Sony's home nation. So uh, it could be down to uh, the fact that they didn't have a big enough allocation. Uh, and we talked about this on the uh, on, on last week's episode. Uh, it seems Sony has kind of sidelined the launch of the PlayStation 5 in Japan to focus on uh, their Western uh, markets like the US. Uh, So it might be down to the fact that they just weren't enough consoles. So they sold out. And this is a point that I brought up uh, even with Microsoft. They sold all the consoles that they put out. So 
the fact that the sales numbers aren't as high could could on like it it could only be down to the fact that they didn't put out a big enough consignment. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but there's there's there is actually more news. Uh, perhaps more worryingly is that Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales and uh, Demon Souls bombed at retail, selling just eighteen thousand units apiece, which for games like those are, I mean, those that those are pretty low numbers, and the numbers don't include PS Store purchases, which uh, I guess you can take with a grain of salt, especially considering it's uh, the Japanese market where internet is uh, significantly better than uh, not just us here, but Western markets, uh, mm. and. Uh, the, the sales numbers may, are probably higher uh, on the PSN store, but even so, the attach rate is unlikely. It's unlikely to be anything to shout home about. Uh, pun intended, considering Japan is their home base. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, we should also note that retailers in Japan expect the PlayStation Five to be out of stock until the end of the year. So it's going to be a slow start to next gen. In that country, uh, so yeah. Oh what, what are your what are your thoughts on that? Oh my god! Like if it if first world countries are finding it hard to get, how are we going to afford it, man? Like when is it ever going to get here? Yeah, uh, I actually I actually uh, have a a piece of like uh, on the ground uh, general journalistic news, if you will. Uh, so I, I was okay. uh, at a couple of shopping malls and I was asking a few of these stores like Telefonica and them that uh, usually have consoles in stock if they were getting any consoles in store. And uh, one of the people, one of the the, 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 the people that I, I, I know personally said that they weren't going to order because their supplier in Dubai was selling consoles for more than a thousand dollars for them to even kind of break even they would have to sell the consoles locally for 30,000 kwacha and that's exchange rate which we know is falling off you know at a ridiculous rate so yeah a bit of uh, on the ground uh, news for you there Uh, yeah it it, it doesn't look like we're going to get uh, consoles locally for a significant amount of time. And even when we do, it's going to cost an arm and a leg. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it speaks to the fact that scalpers are not just affecting uh, people that are trying to order directly from retailers, but even retailers mm-hmm. themselves now are being affected because scalpers are now selling them for over a thousand dollars. And in a place like Dubai, they can get away with that because Dubai has a you know a notoriously high, uh, you know, um, uh, the, the cost yeah. of living is significantly higher what? than other places. Check Walmart right now; it's on sale. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I thought I was going to sell out, so I just had to say something. <laughs> I mean, this is some on the ground news. This is your. Uh, this is your. Yeah, um, so yeah, like okay, so uh, yeah, see if you can buy one. Let's 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 have this uh, as a holding pattern uh, for our podcast listeners. This is uh, your. Uh, 
<laughs> this is your uh, special. Official. <laughs> yeah, so I am uh, trying to buy it. Uh, I am checking out now. Okay. Drum roll, somebody. Am, <laughs> I'm trying to buy the PlayStation 5. We're sorry, an error occurred. Return to your cart. Okay, so oh that failed. Uh, let's try the Xbox Series X. Add to cart. Uh, check out. And... It's loading. It's still loading. <laughs> We're sorry, an error occurred. Okay, so it seems that uh, oh my. they're they're sold out. So sold I'm, out. Yeah, I'm not gonna waste my time uh, trying uh, time after time on this. Uh, I'll just I'll just get it whenever whenever I can. Uh, but it was worth a try, you know. Yeah, it was it was worth <laughs> I a just try. Oh wait, it's gone through. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, so wow. it's asking me for my <laughs> delivery address. I have all this stuff set up already, uh, and it says we're having trouble. Okay, so it seems like uh, it's doing exactly what it always does uh, with these uh, things. It's just taking a bit of time. So uh, let me keep trying. Uh, it's asking for my delivery address. I will Stay try with and continue. Uh, it's asking me for my password for some reason. That's weird. I will enter that. Yeah, all this time. Uh, it's asking me if I'm a robot. <laughs> sure. Just don't ask the stupid scalpers. <laughs> uh, yeah, then it's loading. This is live. Well, not live if you're listening to this. Of course, it's a recording, but you're getting my first-hand impressions of what it's like to order a console. So I am trying to order the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5. Uh, it's loading. It's still loading. <laughs> it says that it's going to deliver by December 2nd, but it's still loading. Oh, my God. Uh, it's, it's asking me for my delivery address again. I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> We're having trouble with this request. Okay, yeah, so it seems it seems uh, what's happened is the console has uh, gone out of, out of stock. It usually does this on Walmart. I've experienced this before. Uh, it says uh, that it's out of stock uh, yeah. after multiple tries. Uh, yeah, so uh, just uh, just 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 a, a brief, you know, uh, side mission there for uh, all our listeners. <laughs> it's uh, it doesn't have the uh, exciting ending that that uh, yeah we hoped for, but um, Yeah, and it keeps saying the same thing now. We're having trouble with your request. Please wait a moment and try again. So it looks like it's sold out. So uh, yeah, as expected, they're all sold out. But uh, what I think is happening is the Walmart site, and this has happened before because this isn't the first time I've tried to order off uh, Walmart. Uh, what happens is uh, their site just can't keep up with how quickly stock goes out. So sometimes mm. it says there's stock when there isn't stock. Uh, and this is 
this is 1008. Uh, so yeah, it's it's late. It's, 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 yeah. it's, it's late. It's over eight minutes in. Everything's gone. So uh, getting back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> you got yeah. sidetracked. Yeah. Again on Black Friday, I guarantee. Oh, I yeah. <laughs> well, we'll we'll see. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so. Uh, getting back into the uh, news, and uh, I think we'll keep that in just so that uh, you know you 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 kind of have a firsthand, uh, you know, you listen to our firsthand experience trying to get the pre-order. Uh, I mean, it's not it's not as intense as it was uh, before when I thought I could actually get the console, but uh, yeah. The reason why I'm so chill about it is because I never expected to get to get to get a console. So uh, I haven't been able to get all the times I've tried. Like there have been times where I've been I've, I've refreshed at at like like a minute before, and it has been sold out. So yeah, uh, back to the news. Back uh, to the news. Yeah. Um, yeah. What 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 do you think? What do you think about? Uh, What's 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 going on with the the retailers and the launch in Japan? Uh, considering they they've clearly got a pretty low consignment, uh, you know, uh, marked for Japan and the Japanese market. And yeah, they have said retailers have said that they expect the PS5 to be out of stock until the end of the year, which, as our little excursion just showed, isn't the case in the U.S. markets where stock is being renewed. Uh, you know, over and over again. Uh, so, yeah. what, what 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 do you what what do you think about this? Yeah, it seems like stock is being renewed in the U.S. almost on a daily. It's limited, but it's almost daily on different websites. So, every day it seems like more and more people are able to buy. I, I'm not, by more and more, I mean one or two. Don't don't quote me and say that there's a lot more. Content. <laughs> so. <laughs> So yeah, it's very weird. Um, I think we covered it last week where we said it seems like Japan has just been sidelined and the market, the market's just in the US now. I don't think any other market's going to have um any other market's going to have stock coming in like the US will because even Black Friday around the world, I can only I've only seen Walmart and uh GameStop uh, posting that they're going to have stock for the PlayStation 5 and Series X. I haven't seen Walmart in any other country post that Walmart Canada hasn't, Walmart Australia hasn't. I doubt if the UK is going to get any because it's their, their launch just happened. Yeah. So it's weird. It's it, 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 yeah, what, what you were saying is right. It just shows that America is now the main... It, it's That's... That's the battleground right now. Everybody else is, we just side pieces up in this. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, yeah. It's, it's, it's just clear that, and I think again, like they, Sony said that, yeah, Japan is still a focus for us. Uh, and we're seeing with the launch in Japan that, no, that's not the case. So more bullshit from uh, Sony's, uh, you know, marketing team, but 
Yeah, uh, it, I, it, it really sucks for Japan considering that's their home base. And I mean, it's, it's never a good look when you sideline your home base. That's, that's, Japan is the market that honestly made uh, PlayStation. Like not just mm-hmm. in terms of actually making the console and the brand, but uh, Japan was one of those markets where PlayStation could always sell. And now it's, 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 it's reached a point where it's not even down to the demand in Japan. It's down to the console, the, 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 the console manufacturer itself limiting uh, the, the consignment that, that goes out there. So. Mm. Yeah, uh, it, it doesn't look like uh, Japan's going to uh, have a, a stellar launch. But again, it comes back to the same thing that we've been saying for some time now. This just feels like a soft launch. And what it seems like is happening is they want to break all the records in the US because that's where their marketing is focused and so on and so forth. But uh, it looks like the consignment that was meant for Japan or bookmarked for Japan has been reduced because of that, because they just weren't ready for launch. At least they weren't ready to meet the demand of launch. So, yeah. Uh, Moving on to the next news item, uh, Hitman developer IO Interactive has announced Project 007, a new James Bond game. Uh, In a post on their social media channels, the developer says the project is a brand new James Bond video game with a wholly original story. So, yeah, uh, honestly, I don't think I'll be able to pick a better studio for a James Bond game, considering how well it's done with Hitman. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we have much more to say about this. I mean, they've just teased it, but uh, yeah, IO, IO Interactive... Like they, they, they broke off from uh, Square Enix uh, a few years ago now and went, uh, you know, they went indie, they went independent and it seems that that's worked out well for them. Uh, I think the Hitman, uh, the hit, second Hitman game was published by mm-hmm. WB, uh, but it seems the third one is going to be published by them. So they're going fully independent on that and yeah, IO Interactive is is a studio that I like, and uh, they they they're seemingly the only studio that seems to be catering to the uh, stealth uh, genre, at least in its uh, in its most um, true to form sense, uh, if, if 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 you can say that. Uh, so yeah. Uh, if, if you're a fan of uh, the Hitman games, uh, James Bond is a huge IP and uh, congratulations to IO Interactive for actually getting this IP and being able to work with it. It's, it's, it must be huge for them and uh, it's, 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 it's a good thing. I, I like I, I, IO Interactive. Yep, I'm looking forward to it as well. I just, I'm trying to wrap my head around how the game would look like and how it would play like, but exciting times. Yeah, exciting times. Uh, obviously, this is just a teaser, so I don't think we're going to see this game for a fair bit. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I mean, the name doesn't. The game doesn't even have a name. It's just called Project 007. Uh, so 
Uh, I'm sure we'll we'll hear more news of that uh, in the coming months or years. Uh, finally, a summary of news stories, or just one news story actually this week. Um, the Adidas Miles Morales Superstar shoes are live as of this recording, and I can say that uh, they went live on sale at uh, 5 p.m. Uh, local time, so CAT, and they're already sold out, so uh, good luck getting a pair of those. I, I, like, I, I wasn't even uh, really sure I wanted to get a pair of those. I might have got a pair just... Uh, For the couch, yeah. Yeah, but also they're a really good looking pair of shoes. Like I, I, I like them uh, quite a bit. Uh, but yeah, I went on the site like I think a minute after and yeah, it was all sold out and I was like, okay, sounds about right. And I, I think this was a limited release. So as far as I know, this might be it. Like they might be gone, gone. Uh, but yeah. Uh, that's uh, the end of the dead drop. Uh, so yeah, let's get into the topic of the show, which is the evolution of the first person shooter. Uh, let's get right into it. This is going to be another one of our uh, open discussions. Uh, we'll talk about our experience with first person shooters and, and so on and so forth. Uh, so yeah, the evolution of first person shooters. So. Uh, let's start off by talking about what our first first-person shooter experience was. Uh, Chiloka, maybe you can go first. I think everyone that listens to this show knows what my first first-person shooter experience was. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess. Doom. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> Doom. The the OG. Uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I, I, I didn't I didn't play it at launch because I was I was I was like <laughs> but uh I played it years later and yeah it was it was one of those games that was really really good like uh I think I've said it on the show before that uh it was one of those games that uh I kind of played on my dad's uh, PC and I hid from mm-hmm. him for the longest time and I honestly think I I don't think he to this day knows that I I played uh, some of the games I was playing on his PC, uh, but yeah. Uh, how, how about you? What was your first uh, first-person shooter experience? The funny thing is, for me, first-person shooters came about a lot later than I think they did for you. So yeah. I would say, for me, it's kind of weird because my first-person shooter experience, my first one was a 3D game, um, Unreal Tournament. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. one. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't remember which one. One of the first ones. Um, it's really dope game. Like really, really dope. I just remember having so much fun. Oh, I think I remember playing that at your place actually. Yeah. 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 I just I can't remember which one. <laughs> yeah, I I don't remember which one either. But yeah, I mean, yeah, like. Honestly, when 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 I first played Doom, it wasn't so much that I was looking for a first-person shooter or anything like that. It was more, um, I think I got access to it through a friend at school, uh, through like one of our like uh, labs and like they came with 
either a disc or I don't remember exactly. It was a long time ago, to be honest. But yeah, like it was one of those uh, it was one of those games where uh, it wasn't even like truly 3D, but uh, yeah. you know, it's software with their 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 magic and trickery made it feel like a 3D game, and it was it was a whole new experience to me. And honestly, after playing Doom, I didn't really play a lot of first person shooters until. I think um, Medal of Honor, one of the PlayStation 2 Medal of Honors. Oh so, yeah, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it, 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 it's, it's, it's one of those uh, genres where it, honestly, it didn't get big uh, until uh, Halo on Xbox. And even with Halo, I played it. I didn't play it at launch. I didn't have an Xbox at launch. I played it uh significantly later i think uh i dabbled a bit on on pc with halo one and then i really got into it through during the 360 uh generation but yeah the 3d the first person shooters weren't as big on console until halo came and just blew everything out of the water and then i think call of duty uh i think it might have been call of duty uh two worlds at war one of the older call of duties uh that that's that's one of the 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 ones that really just blew it out of the water so uh yeah it's it wasn't the mainstream behemoth of a games genre that it is today uh i mean like like I think everyone knows that Call of Duty had a big role in making it the mainstream behemoth it is today. I mean, Call of Duty is still uh, a huge game. Uh, but yeah, first person shooters really, uh, I think for me, uh, started to come into their own during the PlayStation 3 era. That's when, like, you know, they really started getting good. Uh, and like we started playing the Call of Duties, you know, then Modern Warfare came out. There was the Killzone games, which I really enjoyed, but I know uh, weren't everyone's uh, bag. Uh, there was Resistance, which I didn't really get into, but yeah. It's, Resistance it's, was an amazing franchise. Yeah. Oh my God. You, if you get the chance to play Resistance, Elias, is it on Game Pass? Uh, it's, well, no, it's it's a PlayStation exclusive, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, like Resistance uh, was an Insomniac game. Uh, obviously, I have mad love mm -hmm. for Insomniac, but uh, it was Resistance was one of those games that I didn't really get into because. Uh, you know, I I think I was just focused on other games at the time. But yeah, I've heard really good things about Resistance. And if you follow Insomniac on their social media, I mean, they've been kind of teasing Resistance for quite some time now. So who's to say? We, we might see it come back uh, sooner rather than I, later, whether, whether really that's in the form of a collection or uh you know a new game but yeah i, I wouldn't mind it 
I wouldn't mind it coming back in the form of a collection, even because it was really dope. Like I played all three games and like some of the mechanics and the gunplay. Because I'll just give you one example. There's this one gun, it's a pistol, right? So you fire it into the so the enemies are aliens, we call them aliens, right? Fire into an alien. And so once you fire this this bullet, this bullet hits the alien. And you you press L two as a trigger, and it's a bomb. Kaboom! <laughs> it's really yeah. cool. At yeah. the time, they do. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, I would I would love a collection, honestly, because like I've said, I didn't really get into the uh, resistance games. So I would love to go back and play it, and like, there's just no way for me to play the resistance games right now, uh, outside of getting a PlayStation Three and. Fuck that! I'm not doing that. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Insomniac have always been good with their gameplay. I mean, from the Ratchet and Clank series to uh, the Sunset Overdrive. So it doesn't surprise me at all that uh, Resistance had really good guns. I think Insomniac are always really creative. I mean, even when you look at the Spider-Man games with the gadgets that are there and. I haven't played Miles Morales yet, but uh, with 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 some of the powers and abilities that are there and how those uh, kind of play into the gameplay of it all. Like Insomniac have always been really good and really creative and they're one of my favorite studios. Uh, honestly, they, 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 they can do no wrong, you know, outside of games like Fuse. <laughs> but... Yeah, like uh, Resistance is definitely one of those games that I would love to like go back and give a try. Uh, if not just for the uh, the legacy of Insomniac. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. true. But leading back to what you were talking about, you were right. Um, so actually, Medal of Honor uh, is coming out with a new game. I think it's a VR game. And uh, they're kind of taking a shot at Call of Duty, you know, Uh, kind of saying like, hey, we started this. So like we're the we're top dogs. I forgot. It's it's something doing their name. The name of the game itself is like taking a shot on everybody who's doing, uh, (laughs) you know, FTSs right now. And they're just we we (laughs) if it wasn't us, you wouldn't be there. We laid the blueprint, which is obviously a lie. They didn't. But to some degree, I guess you could say so because Medal of Honor games were really big before, or not really big at the time. Uh, You remember, because it wasn't really a big genre then, but Mm. they were really big for any of the Call of Duties. So, yeah. But I guess for us, uh, Call of Duty really, really did sell, like, that was like top tier FPS. You yeah, know. and to be fair to Medal of Honor, not I, 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 and I mean the fact that you don't know the name of the game just points to how far they've fallen from their heydays. Mm-hmm. But uh, to be fair, they did kind of push the envelope for war shooters. So uh, at that time, the big the big thing was World War Two. Obviously, Call of Duty came with uh, modern warfare and. Uh, flip the script at the time uh, because we'd kind of seen so many World War shooters, World War II shooters that uh, 
a, 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 a game set in modern warfare uh, was a new thing at the time. Of course, it's not so much now. Uh, Call of Duty hasn't done it any favors releasing game after game. Uh, but uh, yeah, Medal of Honor was certainly one of those games that really pushed the envelope in terms of what was capable uh, with the first person shooter storytelling. I, I don't remember the exact name of the Medal of Honor game I played, but I remember like it was really intense uh, and like kind of gave you that wartime feel, uh, which was what they were going for, obviously, but it was it was really it was really uh, a, a, a game for its time. Uh, yeah, that yeah. is true. Yeah, I mean, uh, let's 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 touch a bit on uh, how mechanics have evolved uh, over over the years. Uh, obviously, um, first-person shooters now are like a dime a dozen. Like, at any which way you turn your head, you'll find a first-person shooter. But like before, like things we take for granted now, like uh, and games like Doom Eternal have actually gone back to the classic. Uh, way of playing games uh, or playing first-person shooters where you don't constantly have to aim down sights to get an accurate shot, which Call of Duty actually is mm -hmm. famous for popularizing, uh, aiming down sights, uh, reducing your field of view so that you're only focusing on a certain target. Uh, I mean, it became, mm -hmm. it became popular and it started seeping into games that Honestly, I feel like I had no business having aiming downsides like Halo. Uh, and uh, I mean, now every game worth its salt, that's a first person shooter has aiming downsides, but uh, it wasn't always the case. I mean, Halo came out, uh, Doom didn't have aiming downsides. Uh, Halo didn't have aiming downsides. I think a lot of uh, PlayStation two and uh, probably original Xbox games didn't have aiming down sights. Uh, games like Quake, uh, Unreal Tournament, like it was just firing from the hip. And that was for the longest time, the way that we played. Uh, but then Call of Duty came with uh, their games and kind of flipped the script and it was novel at the time. And I think it does still have a place, but uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, uh, games like doom eternal and i think uh more recent halo games though halo 5 did have aiming down sights with each weapon uh you could still get by firing from the hip and i think that was the that's the classic way to play halo and doom has obviously got its classic you know uh, aiming from the hip no reloads you know you just go with the classic uh I see you, I shoot you mechanic, uh, which I personally <laughs> love because uh, arena shooters in particular are really good at, you know, giving you or making it so that you really have to be aware of your environment and aiming down sights kind of detracts from that, in my opinion, uh, which is why I think games like Call of Duty can get away with having AI that's dumb as shit because when you aim down sights, you're focusing on a fair few uh, targets. Uh, what, 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 what do you think about this? I mean, uh, I know you're not as big a Doom fan or a Halo fan as I am, so uh, you probably still play 
a lot of first-person shooters that uh, use aim down sights. But uh, what, what, what do you think about this and how we've moved more towards aiming down sights than uh, firing from the hip? So yeah, um, I can attest. I can testify for games I played a long time ago where um, aiming downsides wasn't really available. Like you just used to shoot from the hip, right? Um, and I like. I, I guess it does. You your point about it being okay in a game where the AI isn't smart or oh, wait for you, <laughs> wait for you to see them, then start shooting. Um, it <laughs> it kind of makes sense, but uh, the mechanics have improved a lot. And um, for me, I would say uh, I'm going to mention a game that's it's 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 also an FPS, but it's like um, I'm going to mention Apex Legends. So, for instance, in in Apex, right? It's um, it's two things. You know, you can aim from the hip, and you can you can aim. You can, uh, sorry, aim downside, right? So, but the thing is, if you're if you're going to be focused on one player, you can get killed. But if you don't, if you aim from the hip, right, your your shots are not going to be as accurate, and you might also get killed. So, I do like them. I do like the option of mechanics. I can't lie; it gives it it it's kind of like show your skill, like what can you do, especially for games where you have to be so precise. But my preference is always aiming for the hip, from the hip, sorry. Um, yeah. It's my preference, but it's not what I get. So, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think in terms of uh, like our, our gameplay, this is kind of where we sort of di diverge uh, because I, I, I prefer arena shooters more than, uh, you know, the, 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 the what is now classic Call of Duty, you know, aiming down sights uh you know shooting yeah. yeah like uh i mean a lot of these games it really comes down to i see you first so if i've seen you first then you die most times i mean call of duty is notorious for this where uh if if you get spotted first it doesn't matter how skilled you are you're you're you're, you're probably going to lose that 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 one-on-one -on -one. where in games like halo I feel it really comes down more to a player's skill than whether or not you saw the player first. And also just generally like having a wider field of view while firing just makes you more aware of your environment. And like I've already said, like, especially with uh, geek games like Call of Duty where the AI is just dumb as shit, it, 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 <laughs> it's, it's more, it's, it, it, it shows like, uh, companies like id software are flexing their muscles a little more uh, with their ai because mm -hmm. in a game like doom if you don't move and if you aren't constantly moving and constantly you know in motion and obviously doom is a game that uh, you know really makes you if, you if you're running away from the fight you're going to die so it forces you mm -hmm. to keep moving and keep attacking. And that's the only way you're going to get through uh, a, a, a battle. And I like that. I prefer that. I prefer a game that, you know, kind of says, okay, look, if, you, if you're going to stay stagnant and hide behind cover and 
basically just wait for the enemy to poke their head out. I mean, even third person shooters do this to an extent, like Gears of War does this, like it's it's cover based. You know, you're going to, you're, you're, if, if you pop your head out for too long, you're going to die as opposed to the Doom or the Halos where it's all about, you know, surveying your, your arena, seeing where enemies are, what enemies are around, which is also an important uh, distinction with games like Doom where the variety of enemies is just vastly more than anything you'll see in a Call of Duty game. Uh, you, can, you can look around, you can see which enemies are around and you kind of plan and it's kind of like you're playing first person shooter chess because it's not just about, mm. okay, I'm going to shoot this enemy until it dies. It's about, okay, I could, I could take this, 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 this enemy out, but there's this enemy that if I don't watch my back, it's gonna get me. So not only do I have to keep moving, maybe that's the enemy I have to focus on. Couple that with things like the fact that enemies are how you get your health and enemies are how you get your ammo. It, it really is more of a strategic game than Call of Duty will ever be, in my opinion. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, 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 I think it, it really comes down, honestly, to a matter of taste and what you prefer to play. And I think this is where we uh, probably uh, have differing opinions, but I much prefer the arena shooter to the aiming down sights, hiding behind cover uh, shooters that Call of Duty are, which doesn't even work for the online because when you're playing Call of Duty online, like you're not going to be hiding behind cover. You constantly have to move, which is against their almost, it's almost against their gameplay philosophy because they have really, uh, like it doesn't take a lot of shots for you to like go down on Call of Duty. Uh, and you die really quick if you're out in the open, but then in a, in a multiplayer game, you can't just sit behind cover because no one plays like that. You keep moving. And that's why I feel mm -hmm. like I, I don't play Call of Duty online. I mean, I, I used to, but I don't really anymore. Uh, and this is part of the reason. It's, it doesn't really feel like a fair fight when you're constantly just running around the map, hoping that you see someone before they see you. It, it doesn't speak to a, a, a player's level of skill so much as it speaks to, you know, whether or not you know the map as well as the person you're playing against. Yeah, no, you're right. I totally agree. I guess, yeah, I just haven't really gotten into the, the whole Halo game. And you are right in certain aspects where a game is, if you see me first, then you die and in terms of skill level. But as you know, Halo is on Xbox, and that's not happening. Yeah. And, and 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 to be fair, I mean, there there is an audience for the Call of Duties and the Apex Legends. I mean, I think Apex Legends is uh, better about uh, their, um, you know, uh, how 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 long it takes you to to go down after like uh, a firefight. Like they have shields and and all these mechanics yeah. that. It, uh -huh. uh, a little a little better than the uh, Call of Duty regenerating health system, uh, but it's still uh, a game that's focused on aiming down sights and 
you know, knowing the map more than being a, a skilled player, at least in my opinion. Uh, my, my, my housemates would definitely disagree with this, but considering it's the only game they play, uh, their opinions. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, okay. So uh, before we wrap up, uh, let's let's talk about where first-person shooters are going. Like the evolution of the first-person shoot- shooter with uh, uh, pertaining to next gen. I mean, we talked about this a little beforehand, but uh, we've mm-hmm. seen videos of the feedback that you get in Call of Duty Black Ops. What is it? Black Ops Cold War. Jesus, these names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> The new, the new Call of Duty. We've 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 seen videos of the 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 the, the feedback that you get off the triggers, and it really does look cool, dude. I I I, I really like. I mean, I, I think uh, at this point we can we can kind of uh, assume that the real next gen feature of the PlayStation Five is the Dual Sense, uh, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of reviewers have kind of echoed this. Like it feels like, I mean, even in games like Astro's uh, Playroom, it feels like you're watching walking on 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 on, on sand, and it feels like uh, you're 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 walking on ice, and and that kind of thing. Uh, so, I mean, this is just another example of uh, what the Dual Sense is seemingly doing so right. Um, it's uh, it's looking it's 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 looking like uh, the kind of evolution that I can get behind. Uh, so maybe uh, you could explain to our listeners or try to explain to our listeners exactly what it is we're talking about when we talk about the feedback. So um, basically, uh, we're talking about the DualSense Five controller because. I don't know what Xbox was doing. I'm kidding. Anyway, <laughs> well, the Xbox. I mean, the Xbox controller. Let's 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 not beat around the bush. It's pretty obvious that the Xbox controller is just a more finely tuned uh, Xbox One controller. I mean, mm. I, I I I got the Elite controller. Part of the reason why I got the Elite controller was because I was looking forward to using it on the Series X because. It is a genuine upgrade over what the Series X controller uh, offers. Uh, so it doesn't seem like Microsoft focused on reinventing the wheel with the controller, which, I mean, from their perspective, I don't really blame them. Uh, the Xbox controller, in my opinion, is one of the best controllers that has ever been made. Uh, but yeah, this is, this is specifically the dual sense that we are speaking of. Yeah, so, okay, basically what happens, or just, ex- you know, it's hard to explain it, even if I've seen it. I just feel like you have to see it, and I also have seen it, but I have to experience it. <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> what I'm, um, according to the video that I saw, when you fire a gun, the feedback it gives you, depending on the type of of gun that you fire is the the trigger kind of it fights you in a way you know it gives yeah. you that i don't how do you explain it like it if you're firing it a gives, 
yeah, yeah. It, gives, that, um, it gives resistance so to say yeah yeah, yeah it gives resistance it, it you can feel it as you squeeze the trigger you can feel it resisting and also pushing but you know like it, it looks it just looks really incredible and seeing these videos of how everybody was just shocked like what the hell like oh my yeah. god this is it's 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 really interesting i'm looking forward to how this would work out in a and i know we're talking about first person shooters but just generally anything to do with guns and axes and thank god of war and yeah. <laughs> i mean god of war did, yeah like that's that's a game that even on the playstation 4 real felt really good throwing the axe like it, it 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 did have that you know that 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 feeling and I, I i can only imagine what it's going to feel like on the dual sense so yeah it's um it's something that it's going to really i think this is what they meant when they said um next gen is about feel um and i think sony got this right uh i feel like fps uh games are going to really benefit from this um because there's nothing more like feeling resistance um on a gun and if a controller can can mimic that and replicate it to the point where it feels real and also if the haptics are as good as we've heard they are i'm really excited and um this is coming from a third-party game um so i think they did from the from what I've seen, they did really well, and uh, I guess we'll keep you posted because we're we're just seeing impressions. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we could buy the controller right now, but we there's we can't play it on anything. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I honestly, I actually thought about like uh, getting a controller just just to wait, but <laughs> then I remembered it was white and ugly. <laughs> Uh, We're talking yeah. about the controller. <laughs> <laughs> the controller's ugly too, dude. Like it's the two tone. No, I understand what you mean. I understand what you mean. Um, yeah. But another game that our listeners might want to know takes advantage of the controller is NBA um, 2K. Yeah. So when a play- when a player is tired and you and you're taking that shot uh you've run across to defend and you run back and you're taking the shot you can feel resistance when you're taking the shot and also when you're running back to defend the controller is going to resist because you're obviously trying to sprint back and the the trigger is resisting like you're tired you're not going any faster than this so that's another i was just throwing that out there yeah no it does does seem like sony have 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 got it together in terms of uh in terms of their control, I, I I'm really liking what I'm hearing, and it's just upping the immersion. Like uh, I mean, even with their 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 whole uh, 3D sound, it seems that they're really focused this time not so much on uh, improving the visuals, though the visuals obviously are improved. Uh, and mm-hmm. as far as resolution is concerned, uh, it, it, it's a significant improvement, but also in terms of immersion and how it feels to play games. Uh, and I mean, uh, like you said, this is all just uh, like working off impressions that we've seen. Neither of us have the controller, neither of us have PlayStation 5. So we can only speak to how it feels 
based on what other people are saying. Uh, but it's it's definitely it's definitely something that I'm looking forward to feeling myself. Uh, and I mean, like a game, and we're digressing from uh, the topic itself. But yeah, like, like, <laughs> yeah, a game, a game that uh, seemingly takes uh, advantage of this is a game that you'll get free with your PlayStation Five, uh, Astro's Playroom. So uh, it seems every player is going to at least get a feel for how uh, the controller and the immersion feel. Uh, mm when they get their hands on their consoles. So yeah, which is I think a good play by Sony. Um yeah. to include this game that everybody can play and just familiarize yourself with the controller and the controls. Yeah. So good on them. Even yeah, though they and I, I, I think Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think I think they 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 this isn't the first time they've included an Astro game uh, bundled in. I think they also included it uh, in uh, VR, the PSVR. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, like I mean, from what I'm hearing, it's a fun platformer that takes you through the history of PlayStation. So that's definitely going to be one of the first games that uh, we play when when we. Uh, eventually get the console in 2027 <laughs> uh, okay yeah uh i think we can we can end it here uh yes yeah it's uh, this is another long episode i think uh, <laughs> but you got it all you got the news uh you got uh a candid discussion from your hosts and you got some first uh impressions of what it's like to try and fail to order a PlayStation 5 <laughs> and <then ask> so <laughs> uh, yeah uh, but I, I think we can end the episode here so Chilakwa, let's uh, put in our plugs okay so you can catch me on Twitter Instagram and wait face oh and Facebook yeah Facebook <laughs> At Chilekwa Munsanje on Twitter, I am Chilekwa underscore Munsan. On Instagram, I'm Chilekwa Munsanje, and on Facebook, I'm Chilekwa Munsanje. You can catch us at Codecast ZM on Twitter, Instagram, and sorry, oh my god, <laughs> I'm blacking out. Yeah, it has been, it's been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, I'm just drained because we didn't get the console. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, um, you can catch us there. You can hit us up anytime. Uh, obviously, video game related. Don't hit me up and tell me you can't sleep. I will, I will throw you so hard. <laughs> so yeah, catch catch us anytime there. And also, um, interested to find out if anybody managed to listen to the previous episode and get the mystery prize. Uh, I don't think anybody hit us up. Um, just in case nobody did, um, I will emphasize on it again this week. I don't think we're going to drop it in this episode, so you have to listen to last episodes. So yeah, yeah you you have one week where I'm giving it away to someone who uh, <laughs> who will probably use it. You have one week. I've I've, I've given <laughs> one week. Claim it or forever hold your peace. Uh, yeah, I will. Uh, I will. 
<laughs> I will update that on, uh, I will post on social media that whoever has to get it has a week. <laughs> yeah, uh, I am uh, Jorelli360 on Twitter. Uh, so that's J O R underscore E L I 360. Uh, so yeah, you can tweet at me. Uh, I, I usually respond to tweets, uh, especially if they have anything to do with video games. So uh, feel free to tweet at me, ask any questions, uh, and uh, you know, let's have a good time. But yeah, that has been episode six of Codecast Arcade. Chilakwa, would you like to sign us off? Yes. So this has been Codecast Arcade. We'll catch you guys in the next Sony marketing scheme. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. uh, Yeah, we're switching it up every level. (laughs) uh, Okay. (laughs) That's what we're doing now. Yes. Uh, I, I, okay, I, I guess. <laughs> you started it, so it's really up to you how you use it. <laughs> okay. Uh, bye, everyone. Have a good one. <laughs>